Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! so low at the next stage coach and gonna chase those batch girls no more he's gonna fly so low at the next stage coach and gonna chase those batch girls no more ain't gonna slide in no dms just gonna two-step with his friends rent a house with a pool yeah he'll just play it cool in the hair he'll throw his hands enjoy working on his tan just might grow a stash wish he could pull up dean sick van ain't nobody text him nothing so he can't post nothing. Ain't nobody text him nothing. So he can't post nothing. Yeah. Woo. Just me. What? Just <laughs> Actually, and introducing my guest this week, guys, Lil Nas X. JK. Da, da, da. <laughs> Could you imagine? Big bachelor fan. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he is. Um, but guys, no, with me this week, it's just Sarah right now. And then I have returning guest, writer, comedian, gal pal, Colleen Kleinfelter. Hi. <laughs> hey. We just had a long discussion about pronouncing her name right. How did I do? Amazing. Okay, great. It was literally perfect. Oh my god, I'm so glad. Um, I feel like we did not spend enough time talking about how good that song was. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Thank you. Um, Alex did help me, and we wrote it in about five minutes. Um, I that also took five. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's a lot of repeating parts. <laughs> Each part felt new to me. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, this Thank is what it so felt much. like watching uh, Ashley Simpson's reality show when she says she wrote pieces of me in two hours. She just climbed like a hill with her that band. song is so good. <laughs> and when I was like 12 years old and heard her say that on her show, <sighs> I was just like, anything's possible. Only took two hours. <laughs> oh my God. That song is so good. She's a genius. I'm going to write my next Bachelor song <gasps> uh, to pieces of me based on our next season, I guess. Yes. Um, girl, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, you have a lot of like impassioned feelings about the season. You told me, quote, you're full of anger <laughs> and end quote. <laughs> Just this past weekend. Um, so I'm really excited to hear your thoughts. How feelings overall of the season, positive, negative, indifferent. They went from positive to negative over time. Okay. Who were your favorites? Who were your least favorites? Um, well, in the end, there were no heroes. <laughs> Except Demi. Um, yeah. Right. But uh, even she had her moment, like, forcing mm. Derek to watch her new relationship. That was tough. <laughs> Again, there are no Ultimately, heroes. it worked out because Derek was, like, so great. And, like, also Demi is so great. But, like, he was, like, able to be supportive. But, yeah, it's, like. 
Everyone had some tough looks. Guys, this is our Bachelor in Paradise recap episode. Sorry we've been gone for a week. Um, but Colleen's going to help us bring it all for full circle. <laughs> so who who was your least favorite on the season, this whole season? Oh, my God. Um, there were a couple. Okay. Um, Top three. Um, what would it be? Um, I, I'm, I'm like, what's the opposite of an MVP? LVP. LVP. Least valuable player. Thank you. We actually used to do that in our episodes. Talk about all of our least valuable in players. In my but head. But we don't anymore. In my head. I, I spelled it out as least valuable primate. <laughs> I mean. Like the movie. Also kind of works here, right? Sure. I mean, these they're, we're all just animals on a beach looking for love. It's all one big fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me your top three LVPs. Oh, God. Okay. Um, this is tough because uh, Christina. Oh, oh, mm. oh, boy. Poor girl. She needs to take some time away Just, and reflect. Yeah. Her whole Instagram is like her in bikinis. And then like, I guess there's ads somewhere mixed in. And then like, she just needs to, yeah, she clearly needs to leave. I feel like Batch no one Nation said that. Second. It was like how that one girl at the wedding who said that to Blake and they were like, you just need to leave paradise and take a trip. I know that yourself. was Kevin and um, Astrid. I know they're like, why don't you just like go home and like go to Paris alone? By yourself. <laughs> You need to be alone. Why didn't anyone say that to Christina? I know. It, by the end, it was like she, I mean, they made it to what? The top five couples? Yeah. And then yeah, right. she just <laughs> wanted to be on TV longer. They both wanted to be on TV longer. Well, so I think for Blake, he genuinely was like, I can fix this. I mean, it was not the right thing to be feeling. But in his brain, I think he was like, if I just stay and I fall in love, this will all be worth it and I can fix this. Yeah. And like, no, you should have just taken everyone's advice and gone home. Christina obviously is just trying to like keep having ads and like be relevant. It's crazy. Yeah. And like the, I mean, well, Blake clearly kept thinking, I can fix this, not in terms of like, I can find romance. He was thinking, I can fix my narrative. Yes. He yes. really wanted to leave. In on terms a win. of I can fix this, it means like, I can fix what America thinks of me. He's that. Uh, honey, he, you can't. Yeah, I know. That was a. Okay, let's, let's get into Blake. Yeah. Who my song was based on. It was beautiful. <laughs> I can't get over it. Well, he said he's definitely going to stagecoach. So. Hope he does it the right way. I think I'm definitely going to go this year also yeah. because I can't miss out on this anymore. Like I can't not know. Like I can't learn about what's going on on Bachelor in Paradise. It's I need like to see it. IRL. to Laura Keith Landing at the Wild Animal Park in San Diego. Like yeah. you just have to walk in with a little sugar cup, <laughs> a little sugar water Is cup and really? just hold it out. All the animals drink from the sugar water. That's so cute. All of the lorikeets do. All of the birds. And you just have to wait. And, you, and then you just watch all these beautiful birds in their not natural habitat. 
I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because stagecoach really isn't their natural. You're habit. just watch. I mean, they're it's just, just like hot in a bunch in of a dirt. Desert. Yeah. They're all wearing cowboy boots that they just bought. I know when you know that they haven't been broken in, no. and like they don't realize how hot cowboy boots are and how many blisters you can get from those. And do any of them? I want to gauge your opinion on this. Okay. Do any of them frequently listen to country music? Okay, I think there's a couple that do. Lauren Bushnell, sure. for sure. Um, but she, luckily, she's kind of removed herself from the drama. Um, <laughs> by marrying Chris Lane, who I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think JoJo. And then by proximity, Becca is like allowed to be in that group because her and JoJo are like BFFs. Um, do I think like m- many of the guys are? No, not really. Do I think anyone that grew up in Los Angeles like area does? No, I don't. I have a theory. <laughs> what is it? They can't get VIP passes, access passes to, to Coachella, Coachella and they can to Stagecoach. You probably are right about that. It, there is this weird parallel between Bachelor Nation and, like, the country music scene. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I guess a lot of it starts with, like, the only artists that they can bring on (laughs) are usually up-and-coming country artists. Impromptu concerts. Yeah. For one woman and one man. Yes. And and no one else. And no one else. So, like, that's probably where it starts. Very rarely have they gone outside of the country genre for this like type of um show <laughs> you know this type of concert or whatever and then I guess that's where it starts and then a lot of them move to Nashville but I don't know what the pull is like I've never quite been able to like trace back what this thing is between like Batch Nash and like Nashville Tennessee like I don't I don't know I don't know how they all like get so connected but they do they're all like intertwined. You heard them talking about them on country radio. Lauren Bushnell, well, I guess just because she's marrying Chris Lane, like she was just brought on um, like the Bobby Bone show recently. But it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know what the parallel is, but you're right. There's just probably like no one want, cares if they're at Coachella. Because <laughs> like all there are A-listers at Coachella, like Leonardo DiCaprio is walking around Coachella. Right, right. It's like people that have been around town. <laughs> it's like of a certain net worth. Yes, are getting those VIP VIP passes because really, like I'm not even. Tier. I'm not even sure that these people have VIP passes at Stagecoach. Like, I just think they get passes and go. Like, if you look at their videos, they're just like. In the crowd the with people. <laughs> there because must, no one knows them in the VIP. Tent, there's got to. So they walk around. <laughs> they walk around the floor and they're like, oh, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be like a huge house out in Palm Springs that has been like dubbed like the Bachelor Nation stagecoach rental every year. And you know, like. Oh God, who's coordinating it, right? Like, like it probably like Ben Higgins used to coordinate it and like not anymore because he's kind of like moved on. So now, now it's like younger crowd. Like someone's going to be like coordinating who gets to sleep in the rental in, of Palm Springs for stagecoach. 
Is it? I mean, is Christina the leader of her little group? I don't know. I don't know who she is. She's so she comes off as someone who so desperately wants to lead, and no one will let her because she makes bad decisions. Yeah, I know. I feel like like of that group of girls, like Rachel Lindsay, because she's she's, definitely she's kind of, but she's not. She's not going to stage. <laughs> no, she doesn't need it. No, she, she does doesn't not. need it. <laughs> She's got a husband. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's she's moved on. Okay. Blake. How do you think he behaved during the reunion? Not as bad as I thought he would. Yeah. He, I, I agree with you. He said some things that were insightful or that were insightful for him. And then he said some things that verged into some dangerous territory that I didn't love. Right. Because he was like, who the hell would believe me if unless I released those that text was messages. Cr- and it's like, understand I need to reclaim yeah. my narrative. And it's like, dude, like literally think about who you're saying this to. Like a woman who has been sexually assaulted, like who basically just had to go off of like trust <laughs> But people think I'm a man slut. Like, I need to. It's, here's how he really I think, needs control. I actually, I think his, you know, kind of like his statement, his ending statement was good. And I was like, you should have opened with this. If you had like opened with this and then realized like, owned, I hurt. I hurt everyone here. I especially hurt Kaylin, you know, not just because of like. You know, behaviors at stagecoach and all that stuff. Like this is this was like, I w- I had like an issue with at first because I was like, all right, yeah, I guess we're like allowed to be like annoyed that he like hooked up with all these girls and slid into their DMs. So like at the end of the day, like isn't that just like you know everyone consented? Like that's just like life. It's like guys usually hooking up. With yeah, girls. but it was like if I. He should have been. He should have made that statement up top. I hurt everyone. I I hurt everyone's paradise experience. Kaylin, I especially hurt you, and I should have never released those text messages. And I realized how invasive that was. And like that should have been the opening. Yeah. I and he didn't do that. He didn't. No, he didn't. He he seems to be to have some more awareness than like. He's not at a Luke P level. No, 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 no. I agree. I don't even think he's at a Cam level. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Cam, who was just like, <sighs> who was ready to rebound I at love, that reunion with his new facial hair. I love when he's like, he's like trying to like bring down Blake and then like Onyenka, who like also told Blake off entirely, was like, shut up, Cam. If Kaylin texted you before Paradise, you would have been there in a second. You asked me if you could come to our hang. You so desperately wanted to come to our dinner and we wouldn't let you. Oh, Cam. Poor guy. But man. First, I mean, there were so many layers to it where I did kind of feel bad for him because I was like, oh, just let him go to the dinner. I know. But I was also like, man, you really shouldn't. Speak, Alex. Like, is, you know, people have receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Alex's take on it is like, we don't need to feel bad. He got to make out with Kaylin. Like, it's yeah. 
he did fine. And that's yeah. more than we can say for his season of The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did yeah. not get to make out with Hannah. No, I don't believe that. And Hannah he did. made out with a lot of guys. <laughs> she made out with almost every single one of them there. I know. She because awesome. that one guy that was like, I'm ready <laughs> to kiss you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who did And that? she was like, I didn't like him. <laughs> I didn't want to kiss him. <laughs> she's on Dancing with the Stars now, and she's doing really well. I want to go on Dancing with the Stars and get her body. Like, oh, what? I know. I. Uh, but to be fair, I think she had it before Dancing she did. with the Stars. No, it has to be that. <laughs> it has to be that. That's how James Vanderbeek stays in shape. <laughs> That's how Sean Spicer's going to lose the weight. Oh, Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My LVP of paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Is Sean Spicer in that lime green, <laughs> bright, shiny shirt? <laughs> I know, that was rough. So do you think that Blake is going to take a hint and remove himself? Or do you think he's going to keep coming back to paradise every year? Keep on trying. Keep on keeping on. Be on all the podcasts. Like, is that Blake's trajectory? I hope not. I think <laughs> I'm hopeful. I am ultimately hopeful for him that he is someone who can get better and does have the capacity to learn because he was showing signs. The people that he keeps in his corner are like Caitlin Bristow and like Colton. Like these are like good people. Yeah. You know that you'd think that they'd be like, listen, bud. <laughs> You know, like a lot of times I like to think that people are like an extension of their friends or their friends are like an extension of themselves too. you know, like if those people are like value his friendship, like there's there's good in there. There's there's growth in there. Yeah, I agree. I hope he learns. I don't think he's a lost cause, but I think he might still hold on to. I think he might hold on to small parts of the narrative, but I think he does have the capacity to let go of some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever regret posting those text messages. No. I think he'll say he's regretful because he, I think, thinks the same way Hannah does where she's like, oh, I think they both think of the optics more than like the actual growth aspect. Hannah G. Yes. This is perfect. Let's talk about Hannah G and Dylan because I know that they kind of like save them to the end, but like I, they are so boring. I just want to get them done. Get them out of the way. Um, Will they stay together? No. Okay, <laughs> I've never thought that. And then oh. here was the moment. No, 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 that that solidified it for me. <laughs> like, I've never thought that they would stay together. Ever. Oh, okay. And here's the moment that solidified that for me is like, they're so they're engaged. Like, she has an engagement ring, right? Mm-hmm. And they, he's like, Chris Harrison's like, how's it going? He's like, great. She's moving to California soon, so we'll be close to each other. And I'm like, so you guys aren't going to move in together. Like, she's just going to move to California with some a bunch of girl roommates and then, like, see you on the weekends. <laughs> like, like that, that's weird to me that they're not going to move in together. Not that you have to move in before you're engaged. That's weirder to you than the fact that she recoils at his touch. <laughs> Every time he goes in for a kiss and she's just, she like turns so that he kisses her cheek. Like she just (laughs) seems so thoroughly uninterested in him. This actually reminds me today. I posted something on Instagram because Dylan uh, tweeted kind of feel like acting up right now. 
and I wasn't sure what that meant. And I just remembered that I asked people what it meant. And so some replies, people are saying like getting drunk. Someone Taylor Cox says it means he feels like acting up, obviously. <laughs> some people are saying he, he wants to cheat. Mm. Um, he wants to act in the remake of, of Up. <laughs> He's going to get half chicken, half steak, and a side of guac at Chipotle. <laughs> and then someone says, I don't know, he's weird. <laughs> so that's what people think Dylan me- means by acting up. I think their version of a crazy night is the most boring night you could possibly think of. I think, I think Anna G is going to move to LA. I think she's going to go out with her girlfriends all the time. And I think Dylan's going to wait for her to text him. Yep. On like a Sunday morning for brunch. How else would she remember he exists? <laughs> it makes me so sad. And then I'm like, Dylan, come on. I just think he's like, I got the hottest girl that I'll ever get. And like, this is better than a true relationship. Like, I think that's yeah. how he, what he thinks. And it's crazy to me when like, I, I fully understand that Hannah is, on a level of attractiveness that is just like off the charts. Right. She's so unbelievably beautiful. The white around her eyes. It's like you can't. Mm. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But why on a beach when you're trapped on a beach? No. When trapped. you're willfully <laughs> trapped on a beach. It's Stockholm Syndrome. Waiting for activities. <laughs> praying an activity comes your way. Um, with so many other beautiful people, why would you go into it? Like all of, there's not a single unattractive girl. No, on the beach. no. Right. They're, They're all, all, they like all look aspirational amazing. looking. Every single one of them. Why would you be like, Hannah, it's like, go in week one. I really wanted to meet Hannah. It's Hannah. Who else was I thinking about? Hannah. Hannah's the one I'm uninterested in anybody else. I'll leave if it's not her. To be fair, like all of them did that. All (laughs) of them did that. It's crazy. And then she picked Dylan for a reason. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. So America wouldn't hate her. Um, And then everyone was like, actually, I like Christina (laughs) or Haley or whoever. Uh, It's Christina. It's. Oh, Alex put it that way after I think last week or the week before uh, she was like I love Josh yeah <laughs> and it played that music and I was just like you from Clueless I wait a second I love Josh I know I can't get Christina's probably the him. second hottest person there though yet they're all gross. not that I want to rank any of their hotness that like, was mean no let's do it <laughs> Sometimes um, when people tell me that they're like um, about to listen to this podcast or like or like they just started listening, I'm like, I want to like apologize for how much I objectify these people. <laughs> it is a sh- it is a it's deeply hard heteronormative <laughs> show yeah. that objectifies women far more than men, yeah. which it also objectifies. I do objectify the men heavily. Though. I do, too. <laughs> heavily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's the name of the game. It is. Can't take the heat. Get I'm, out of the kitchen. Like so, uh, so, I mean, so, uh, uh, what's the word for, oh God, vapidly. I'm just like, someone take 
a towel to Clay's head, <laughs> please, while he rejects this woman. He's so sweaty. Why would they do this? To- it's like they wanted to show his physical pain. While he broke <laughs> up with yes, it was shining brightly. He was sweatier than Blake when Becca broke up with him. Oh. Um, So Clay and Nicole. I- <sighs> Snooze. Nicole's speech was insane. Like, was ridiculous. I feel it when I think about the first time you look into my eyes. I feel it right before the first time you kissed me. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why. She's not in love with him. He, but also... It, well, she really wants a boyfriend. Yeah, she just wants She's a boyfriend. She's displaying some habits that are not healthy. And neither of them are. None of these people are. <laughs> I, except for Demi. I do think, I think this went down exactly how Nicole wanted it to go down. And I think she planned that speech because I think she wanted, I think she knew Blake was going to dump her because obviously, obviously after, after... He was like, did I, I say Blake? I meant Clay. Oh, well, sorry. Clay, <laughs> whatever. Clay They're all like, one in the same. I, uh, no, like Clay is so boring. <laughs> he's so painfully boring, and what? And the fact that he's so boring. And Nicole was sitting there while they were talking about. Well, since it's before the fantasy suite, we all have to talk about, you know, a potential of a future. So what do you see? And he's like, I'm not there yet i'm not at a proposal i can definitely see myself falling in love with you but i'm not there yet and she was like i, I mean i can definitely like see myself like move like i don't have to stay in miami i can no she does I she can, she belongs she, in my she girl don't clear. leave miami ever again you would go to chicago for mm, a, mm. miami come on miami don't. to chicago that someone's gonna write a sitcom about that someday that is two completely <laughs> different Climates, entire ecosystems and personalities. I mean, I do think she planned both speeches. Oh, her, you know, I love you speech and her, I can't do this speech. She knew he was going to dump her, and she was ready to say no. Like she was ready to be like, I'm not just going to date you. She wrote it down. I. She was like, I deserve. She was reminding herself. She (laughs) would pause so much. I deserve a love greater than the ocean's breath upon the earth. (laughs) Like whatever it was that she said. It was like the, the, she was already saying her vows for a wedding that would never come. Yeah. She was ready to say her getting dumped speech. She was ready. Yeah. But also like Clay, so when they were, they're talking about their plans and she, and he was like, I don't think I can propose yet. And she was like, I mean, obviously like I'm, I'm willing to give it time. Like I could, I could see myself moving for you and moving in with you. Even if it doesn't like, that doesn't have to mean we even stay together. And he was like, it's like, he didn't know how to process that. Like someone taking a step back in commitment with him and like adjusting to him. And he was like, wait a minute. I thought my out was, <laughs> I can't see myself proposing. Yeah. So he was like, okay, but, oh, well, hold on. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I want to be sh- like a hundred percent, not even 95% when I move in with someone. Like, e- like if someone's moving for me, like 
I want to be a hundred percent. And like, honestly with you, I'm like 95 <laughs> and that's not enough. He, yeah. And he's so relieved that she didn't say yes to his, like, let's just date after this. Cause he didn't want to do that either. He didn't. He just, she's he, that is a man who doesn't know how to break up with <laughs> yeah. someone. Oh, I know. Cause it seemed to me that um, I'm understanding why, uh, Angela was so confused. <laughs> Angela being like, I'm just confused because I honestly didn't even hear the words let's break up yeah. because you never said that. You just yeah. uh, suddenly disappeared from an entire city one day. <laughs> I know. I and know. And I was like, it's, huh, is he dead? It's all actually starting to make sense. Uh, his whole timeline and what's going on with him. <gasps> um, okay. Katie and Chris. <laughs> I was really rooting for them. Were you? And then, well, yeah, I wanted them to work out. He came out of retirement and they're, found someone. they're still together, according to Instagram. Like they're posting heavily about each other, which probably means they've broken up. <laughs> that right. is so. I mean, they were the only couple that I, in the end I was, I mean, aside from. Honestly, I didn't even consider uh, Christian and Demi like. Oh God! Will those kids make it after this? Because I'm like, yeah, they brought her onto the show for her. Right? They're like, they're already like so far beyond uh, yeah. the show. No, no, no. We knew it was happening. That was but, like no surprise there. Yeah, but Chris and Katie were the only couple where I was like, actually, like, oh, I think they're actually people who have shown growth together and apart on this show. She did though look genuinely shocked when he proposed. When he was like, I'm the luckiest guy in the world to have you. She was like. Wait, are you talking to me? What? <laughs> me? <laughs> she looked. She looks behind her. Are Who? any real life proposals as long as the ones they give on The Bachelor? I was thinking about that. Everyone has like a massive speech plan. Sorry. Literally only flash mobs. <laughs> <laughs> like no one actually gives like a two minute speech about all the reasons they love you, right? Most people just, I think, black out and ask and then black out and say yes. What? And then you're like five minutes later, you're like, wait, what just happened? Someone's head. <laughs> like that's uh, how I'm pretty yes. sure it goes. To what? <laughs> Marriage? Oh, oh God. Yeah, that's how I'm pretty sure it goes. <laughs> that was, it was so long and she, I mean, can we just... Was there anything before the reunion that you really wanted to talk about about them? No. Because the reunion <laughs> was so hard to watch. Uh, the worst part was watching him on the couch and then they go outside the studio and he's immediately like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, with... <laughs> Cameras so tight on their faces, so which tight. is crazy because you don't think they needed two shot of that because his face was so close to hers while he was saying, you betrayed me. <laughs> I, I feel blindsided. I do think that the ring thing was insane because they like were still engaged and she clearly took it off without telling him. But it was really funny because Chris, when Chris was like, you're holding her hand. You probably noticed she doesn't have a ring on. And he was like, oh, yeah, what? Like, he didn't notice that until Chris said anything. It's like, Chris, why would you accuse her of blindsiding you when, like, you're an entire series that is 
so good at blindsiding people. I know, I know. <laughs> Has the, made the a career th- of blindsiding people. But he, the way he did, like, Katie's right. They have a communication problem because he's refusing to communicate with her. That was, <sighs> it, watching her struggle through that was so hard because it was how there. you know. There right. was not anything about that that felt untruthful or not authentic like you could feel the pain of what she was saying and it i was like oh i don't like this this feels too real it is like i like the fantasy i like the bubble i think it is real though for like so like i think it's so normal for so many couples to like have that of like one person feeling like they're trying like giving a lot of effort her saying her tank was running empty was the saddest thing i've ever heard her say yeah and she being like i'm exhausted it's like yeah everyone oh understands God. this feeling yeah I know. it's she she should she should just leave him but i think that she is also coming from a place of insecurity of being like this is the only guy that's like ever committed to me which is so crazy bananas to me because she is stunning and she does seem to be really receptive to what other people need. Yeah. She's like so nurturing. She's like totally got her shit together. She what? also like responds to when other people are showing strong emotions. Mm. Like when Demi was telling her, uh, confiding her in her about Christian and she was crying. Yeah. And then Katie started crying too because she was like, she just matches people's emotions in a way that's very empathetic. Yes. And I could understand how somebody who's not, they would like trigger each other in some way. Cause he's like, Chris just feels like one big trigger. After that, I was like, this is crazy. Crazy. He walked away. He was just like, the fact that they followed him outside into the parking lot was just so cruel to me. I was like, why would you show this? Why would you bother? Mm-hmm. Why would you bother editing this together? Mm-hmm. Showing us that they got back together. She, he puts the ring on there. They're going to work on it and then follow them outside. Why? I just don't understand the logic behind that. That really bothered me. Him walking off like destroyed me. Like I was like, yes, that is somebody who's not trying. Yeah. As ever, you know, their favorite thing to be is like, you know, the right people are worth the fight. Like, uh, you know, what that's like, whatever and yeah. cliche. But it's like, wow, as someone who's like saying that, you're definitely not putting up a fight. Like, that like broke my heart watching that. Ugh. The walk away. That was hard. I just don't understand it. I didn't understand that choice. I. Was yeah. upset. It was really upsetting. Yeah, they really broke down like all the walls for us. Like when they showed like Kaylin and Blake separately after, and she was like, "I thought that he was gonna apologize for the text and like yeah, Christina why? like consoling." Have Blake. they was done wild. that before? It kind of started becoming a thing. Oh gosh, what season was it? It was Ari's season, and Lauren, the girl he ultimately. Mm-hmm ended up picking and now they're married and have a baby and that's great. Um, there, they like started showing they, there was like a scene where they showed her talking to a producer, like Mike still on, but like the cameras were like really far away and like her just like talking like very openly and very vulnerably. And like since then they started doing this like 
breaking down the wall, the fourth wall for us. It just didn't feel right. It it really lets you. It's like they let us into stagecoach with them. Yeah. It's like if we saw, I just remember the after the final rows of Nick and Vanessa when it was just like, it's hard. This is really hard. It was like if we followed them into the green room and they were just like continuing the raw argument they were (laughs) trying not to have on stage and we all were let in on that and the fantasy is just completely destroyed that we've watched for an entire season i know it just felt wrong i know so you're not a fan of the fourth wall breaking not like that not when it doesn't serve the fantasy narrative that i want to maintain i need to know that Chris and Katie are working through this. That's crazy. And it also just felt so private. I know. I really felt bad. That was, that was, that was some heavy stuff. Okay. Not so heavy. Kaylin and Dean. Van life. Hashtag van life. I don't think she can cut it. Listen, my dad a few years ago got a van. <laughs> Have you driven around in it and I slept in it <laughs> I okay that's funny because you kind of do seem like a girl that can like get down with the van oh I love camping and I love yeah. I would do it I mean the <laughs> the driving aspect of mm. it really sucks well it's I imagine yeah sleeping in the back of a moving van <laughs> would be hard. oh I like I see I think that's more comfortable than sleeping in a tent wow. and like if you like camping you have like a little kitchen. It's great. There's an actual indoors that you're in. But you like the, pl- well, there's no plumbing. No, no, no. No, no. Um, I did see on Instagram a little tour that they did of Dean's van. He did give her a drawer. I saw that. <laughs> he was like, I haven't cleaned it out yet. <laughs> Tiny little drawer. I mean, here's what she's doing. She's stashing all of her stuff at Cassie's apartment yes and they just drive back and forth from la yeah to wherever they go yeah um i i feel like they might work out (laughs) but do you think she'll maintain a van life no i no at one no this will be fun for a year and then at a certain point when she's ready for more of a commitment which i imagine will be in three years about Mm -hmm. it's gonna be like okay it's time for us to like get a place (laughs) and he's gonna be like what are you and he's gonna be like i thought you liked my van i feel blindsided (laughs) i feel blindsided she's gonna drive the van into (laughs) the reunion stage (laughs) (laughs) whoa i just feel totally blindsided (laughs) um i whoa oh god um yeah, I mean, like, my parents go backpacking a ton. My mom loves camping. She's very outdoorsy. And my own mom is like, uh-huh. Can't, why why can't we just, like, get a hotel? Like, no, Oh, no, not even like that. But, like, when he's just like, yeah, and we're going to go van camping. She's like, okay. <laughs> like, Okay, and she's like maybe once a year. Anything more than that, or so anything your dad longer than loves a few days. Oh, it's his. I, I mean, he loves it more than me. <laughs> no, that's not true. He so desperately is like trying to get me and my sister more into it. My sister's 
kind of into it. Did he deck it out? Is like the inside yes. like pit my ride? He would not understand what that is, but it in his own way, yeah. Like we for Christmas. We'll get him things that he can put in the van. So we got oh, him like so a you guys nice are like supportive. Eddie Bauer fleece blanket. Uh, now, now and a nice he, pair of van slippers he, from L.L. Bean. Would he give it all up just to live in the van? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, probably. He would thrive. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, he like, he has like a an actual garden in our backyard of like, a full seasonal uh, vegetable garden. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just parks his van out there. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a kitchenette in the van? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he keeps all of our, I found this out the last time I went camping with him on, <laughs> on father's day. And he had a bag full of like um, all of the packets you get from takeout. <laughs> Cause I was like, he was making like sauces we and stuff. Yes. <laughs> he was like, oh, go check the bag. We might have some uh, little pepper <laughs> flakes, chili flakes in there. And I was like, where? <laughs> and I look in this giant Ziploc that's just chock full of a bunch of soy sauce. And nothing else. <laughs> and like one Parmesan. Luckily, <laughs> you'll always have soy sauce when you make sushi while camping. And that's all I think when like of Kaylin opening that drawer of packets and just being like, oh, is there yeah. anything else? Yeah, my headbands will fit in here. This will be fine. <laughs> and he's just like, no, don't touch that. <laughs> because like it's not exclusive to my dad. Men are very particular about their vans. And he's like, no, that would... No, that's the package drawer. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you need that. I wonder if him and Dean have, like, met up at a van s- campsite or something before. Like, maybe he's met Dean and he doesn't even know. Honestly, probably. There was one in San Diego a few months ago. And he took my mom and it was this big thing. And he just kept going around to all these people. Uh, the, oh, my God. Dean was definitely there. And saying, hashtag van life. Am I right? <laughs> Even though he does not have an Instagram, he just knows that there are young Instagrammers who do hashtag van life. They do. Oh, I can't wait for your dad and Dean to hang out more. I just want to ask my dad, like, what kind of people did you meet? Yeah. Like, oh, there was this sick guy who had who had like long flowy hair and wore a headband and had a little mustache. Um, and he was just smiling all the time. And he had this girl that did not look like she belonged there. If that does happen, please let us know, because I will be needing him to come on to this podcast. Absolutely. OK, Tasha and JPJ. I almost forgot that happened. I don't it, believe that they are dating. No, I, I think I, they're I pals. think this is fake. Like, I, I don't. Think they're pals. Yeah, I think this is fake. I don't believe it. Um, the iHeart Festival, iHeart Country Festival, again, with the country, mm-hmm. uh, was in Vegas last week. And, like, all the Bachelor people were there. And Tasha was seen getting really cozy with Big Mike. I, there are photos. I just do not believe that her and JPJ are together. No. He wasn't even either. at the iHeart Festival. Like, why not? Well, Sarah, she's a bold girl. <laughs> you know what? You're right. She you is a bold know. girl. <laughs> she's a bold girl. That was. I, <laughs> I know. Every time she would go, this is this is so crazy. 
this is crazy. I was like, you are out in the real world. What are you talking about? You don't need to use that kind of language anymore. You're not understimulated anymore. She is, she is a weird person. This show really highlighted that. Do you remember when she fully thought that she was taking Colton's virginity in the fantasy suite. I remember that. And she came out looking so sad. She was like, I can't wait to have sex with Colton for his first time ever tonight. And then the next morning she was like, so it didn't go as planned. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, like she actually thought that that was going to happen. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about Colton's season Mm, and that finale. Such a good season. And I was thinking about Taisha and how she handled it and how she so clearly when he broke up with her, she just wanted him to feel better. Like, yes. She started hugging him and like holding him. I was like, it's going to be OK. You're going to yeah. figure this out. Because she probably already had a night to process it because she probably figured it out when he didn't have sex with her. Well, and when they were making out in the fantasy suite and her yeah. body was on top of his and his arms were down by his side. Like they looked like they were glued to his body. Like he refused <laughs> to touch her. It's not you. It's Cassie. <laughs> Have I not told you yet? Um, but the stark contrast between how she acted and how Hannah G acted because Hannah like was seemed shocked that someone not just Colton shocked that someone wouldn't pick her yeah well that's definitely the first time that has ever happened to her in her entire life I was realizing it as I watched this season of Bachelor in Paradise I was like oh she was genuinely shocked that someone would ever not choose yeah it was the first time that that's ever happened also a quick sidebar uh there was a great I think it was Radiolab called out of the lab oh it was uh, this american life this american life yes i know i listened to it that was great so it was like about lab rats and the whole escaping was the idea that like scientists can control every aspect of uh of their scientific experiments but they the only thing they can't control is the results they just want to see how much they can manipulate all of the factors to see if they can manipulate the results. But things truly smile out of control when the rats get out of the lab. And their first example was Colton hopping the fence. Yes. So for those who haven't listened, I really recommend it. It's like the first 15 minutes of this American life out of the lab episode. You don't even have to listen to everything else. If you don't want to. But it is like, they so basically Colton said that he figured out the manipulation early on. And so he when he, he said Hannah G was one of his top girls, um, like night one. She may have gotten first impression yeah. rose. Yeah. Um, was like one of his top girls. So every week they're like, Okay, who are your top girls? And you have to tell them. And then when he told them that it was Hannah G, they didn't give her a single date that week. And he was like, Oh, okay, so this is how it's gonna go down. So if you guys are gonna mess with my girls, I'm not going to tell you who my girls are. So I'm going to keep putting her third so on my list. So he kept her top and didn't even put Cassie on the list. So by the time they flew, so they like didn't know what was going on. By the time they flew in Cassie's father, he was like, how could you do this to me? I'm in love with her. And they were like, uh, I'm sorry. We didn't know that you weren't telling us <laughs> you were telling us it was Hannah G, but also, why Cassie? They well, it right. was like they were trying to manipulate it so hard 
so that he would pick Hannah. It was crazy. It was like what the producers want. That was such a crazy episode. It was so fascinating. And then the idea of like, oh my God, the show truly doesn't know what to do when a rat escapes the lab and hops the fence. And it was so great to hear a This American Life host say uh, the iconic line from Chris Harrison. He just jumped the fucking fence. <laughs> I know. It was so good. I know. Oh, my God. I really recommend everyone listening to it. Um. Anyway, Tasia, <laughs> good luck, I guess. <laughs> JBJ, good luck, I guess. You know, I still do. I still like him. I think he wasn't cut out for this. And I think he got like. He made a scene at someone's wedding that he's never met before. I think he was not equipped for this life. I truly. I think most of them are not. I think he's. He operates best in a happy-go-lucky environment where he's not forced to compete with other people for attention. Yeah. Because he already is, like, someone who's just, like, just let me be me because I already command attention. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to act. And I also think that he was getting, like, the beach crazies. (laughs) Yeah, they all are. I mean, the heat's getting to their head. I mean, trapped on on one beach. (laughs) In what? Puerto Vallarta? It is, yeah. It, I looked up the resort and I was like, oh, I get go. It looks nice. I know. Actually, it looks really nice. Uh, it, it, I'm always stressed by the end of Paradise. I'm like, get these people home. Please. Oh, like, they all look malnourished. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're I need, all baked get your in the face. manicure fixed. Get your extensions out. Go back to your natural. Not hair. all of you are as good at makeup as Demi. No, no one is. So we touched on this, but Demi and Christian, I mean, they're in it to win it, right? They're great. They're doing it. Yeah. I, I, it was great. I find it really lovely how much Derek and her and Christian have all become so close and like, you know, experienced this crazy thing together. Poor Derek. I'm excited. Derek will be fine. He'll, yeah. I really wanted Derek to be The Bachelor. I really wanted it to be Derek. You are very excited about her Bachelor. <laughs> Not mad about it. Okay, what is it about Peter that you love? I desperately want to see him break his record. Wait, what's his record? In the Four times. <laughs> In one night. Do you think that's all he's going to be talking Like, they're going to be talking about no, all No, it's all pieces. I'm going to be talking about. It's... Uh, <laughs> Will there be windmill puns Galore, the entire yes. season? <laughs> I mean, being a virgin, being an adult virgin is just one quality about someone who also like played in the NFL. <laughs> All right. Like has a bunch of qualities. I don't think Colton played. I don't think Colton actually played. No, he was benched. <laughs> he was backup. He hung out the NFL. But <laughs> yeah. He hung out in San Diego and in Philly. Like, he got to travel. But it's like that's one aspect about someone, something they haven't done yet. And they were Mm. like, let's see how many puns we can get Billy Eichner to make about him being a virgin. But wait, that's only episode two. I know. The windmill stuff is going to be outrageous. Uh, Definitely first date might be in a windmill. Wouldn't put it past that. Yeah. Um, no, I think it'll be good. I think the 
contestants are all going to be like 22 years old and crazy. I think they're going to be nuts. I looked at like the list of all of them looking through the pictures. I was like, I can't tell most of these women apart. (laughs) They're all wearing, they all have the same loose tussled blonde hair parted down the middle. Um, They're all wearing the same, some variation of the exact same floral reformation top. Uh, They're all going to be like also the horniest girls on planet earth i mean when peter's biggest takeaway from his season is that he is an overall nice guy who has a skill and can fly a plane and, and he's young and hot and can have sex four times in a row <laughs> and has stamina <laughs> all of these girls are condoms imagine, in every crevice imagine 25 hannah's yeah yeah. Remember how horny Hannah was? Oh, uh, it still, still is, I'm pretty is. sure. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but, like, remember, that's just one woman. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, 30 of them just going to town. I'm actually a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about what we might see. He, it, it might ruin him. I, I, I know. It might. It might. I mean... Do we think he's trying to act or anything like that? I mean, like Delta airline pilot seems like a pretty good gig. I don't know where someone would just like give it up. I also find it weird that he's having a hard time meeting girls as a hot Delta airlines pilot. Oh, I think this will get him a huge paycheck with Delta. I think he'll be like a celebrity pilot. I mean, it's I mean, who else do you have? Sully? Do it's you, him and Sully. Do you want him? Do you want Peter flying your plane or do you think he's going to be distracted? I want, I like, would, he's just going to be like doing bits the whole time in the cockpit. I would about the cockpit. <laughs> I would trust him as a pilot. I think I would too. Ultimately. I mean, he is young. That is weird to think about. I'm sure I've had tons of pilots who are younger than me, but it's like weird to think about my pilot being younger than don't me. do this to me <laughs> i have not once thought about this and i'm already so terrified of flying oh, and now too. i'm just thinking like what if there's just a baby from there's Baby's like, tw- Day there's, out like 20, there's like 21 year olds up there just like flying flying planes but you know what's crazy don't they i mean this okay i don't have any facts okay to back this up great. except view from the top which is about flight attendants and not about pilots okay great but i think the principle is all the same that like they have to kind of rise through the ranks of like, like smaller commuter flights and like the size of the plane. Like don't they have to kind of go through? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure like he's flying a transnational 747. It's like radio, you know, like radio, you have to like first go to like this really small town before you can like go to Los Angeles. Yes. Or New York. It's like, I think it works the same way. Like, I think it's like, yeah, I'm flying the plane between Greenville, South Carolina and Atlanta, Georgia. Like that's like the plane I fly. And then it's like, okay. And then I'm going to fly like Charlotte to Atlanta. Right. And then it's like, okay. And then I'm going to do like Atlanta to Texas. And it's like, Oh, now I'm going to do Atlanta to LA. These are routes I've taken a lot. So this is my, it's like, <laughs> I'm just is- going over a very specific part of the country. <laughs> this was, but I'm just like, this is how I imagine pilots are moving <laughs> up 
They're literally. all based in Atlanta. First of all, you're only, you're only flying. Well, okay. Delta's based in Atlanta. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so like my mind went to Atlanta. That's the Delta hub. So my mind went to Wait, Atlanta. But pilots live all over the place. Yeah. Right? But I'm just talking about That's your routes. That's just where like HQ is. I'm talking about your routes. Like I'm just <laughs> talking about like your pilot routes. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, right, right. You're not wrong, but I definitely think like you have to start at a level where like I do think you have to grade up from smaller right. That's planes what I was to, trying to explain. So if he can fly a, like a if he's flying Delta flights out of Atlanta to L.A., he's that's a pretty good flight. I'd trust him. That's a pretty good flight. I mean, those planes are typically large. You're always gonna get a good TV. Uh, you know, great food. I once got upgraded. It was awesome. I got like a nut butter and apples and <laughs> pita bread. That's the kind of plane he's flying. Like that's huge. That's a huge deal, right? Okay. I think so. <laughs> I did. There's I got it. Of, someone's I got, got a Sky Miles card. <laughs> I don't. It was so fun. I was just like <laughs> flying coach, and then this couple really wanted to sit together, which like I understand, but they're like. See, like one of the guys was in business and I think the girl was in coach. So she was like, I can move him back to coach, but I can't move her up to business. So he was like, okay, I'll go to coach. And then they called me up. They were like, Sarah Franklin, please come to the desk. And I was like, me? (laughs) I was like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, oh, like this couple wants to sit together. Do you mind taking a seat in business? I was like, I don't mind. And then they came around. I suppose. And for free, when they would normally just give you pretzels, they handed me a box and I was like, oh, no, I didn't, like, order that. And the guy next to me goes, just take it. And it was nut butter and sliced apples and, like, nuts and, like, pita bread. <gasps> yeah. This is my dream. Anyway, that was an L.A. to Atlanta flight on Delta. What if Peter was flying? It probably was him, right? He's <laughs> one of the ten pilots they do have. <laughs> flying it Atlanta was to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I am. Okay. I am a little disappointed that it wasn't Mike. And I am a little, I am still a little disappointed in the fact that they have refused, it seems, to cast a black bachelor. Right. It's it's just astounding to me that they haven't yet to the point where, like, Peter's such a great choice and it's like, but you understand why people are mad. Yeah. It's Peter. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge bummer. It's a huge fault of the franchise. I think they're working towards it. Another major bummer is that Rachel Lindsay's season was like the lowest ratings in the history of the show, which is like absurd because she was like one of the greatest bachelorettes. She like got drunk on oh my every God. date and just like had so much fun and then had like the most epic breakup we've ever gotten to watch. Like, I haven't gotten I mean it. her anyone that didn't watch her season is doing themselves a disservice because it was fabulous. Peter Krause is one of the only contestants not turned bachelor or bachelorette or whatever. He's one of the only contestants that I still follow on Instagram because I'm just like, I want to know what he's, he's really into in like fitness and gym and all he that stuff. Like, right. Does CrossFit. Yeah. He's sponsored. 
Well, my like favorite thing was like when they were going on a date. She's like, okay, what's like your typical day in Wisconsin? He's like, oh, I'll probably go to the farmer's market and then hit up the gym. I was like, oh my God, that sounds like the best day. Marry me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm sure that has a reason to why they're hesitant. It's not, it's not cool. It's not a good reason. It's all, it's all, all of it's all messed up in all sorts of ways. And yeah. I mean, they've had lots of options. They have. And lots of options. I think Wills would have been a great bachelor. Did, did you say Wills or Wells? Wills. Who's Wills? From Becca's season. <gasps> oh. He made it far. People loved him. Although he doesn't get any love on Paradise. Don't know why. <laughs> People do not like him in Mexico. Uh, people from <laughs> Becca's season do not fare well in paradise. We've learned. They don't. They Wasn't really Clay don't. from her season too? Clay was from her season. Blake, Blake was. was from her season. Wills. Hmm. Interesting. They just, they're all Very a mess. Very interesting. They just found a group of like, just messy boys to go on her season. It's yeah, so I think I felt it did feel like that one was just kind of thrown together. Yeah, like they were like, "Oh shoot!" Oh. I don't think they <laughs> could have anticipated her being the Bachelorette. No, they thought she was taken. Yeah, no. Also, <laughs> like, and there, there's no way they put her through what they put her through, and she's just not the Bachelorette. I yeah. mean, that just like that. Then they'd really be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I also read today that Tyler turned it down. Well, that's not surprising because he's with Gigi Hadid. Um, but he said in an interview today, he was like, yeah, I um, I was on the short list or whatever. I turned well, yeah. it down I mean, because right. like, I don't like... I know who I was. It was a lot easier treading the water in being a contestant, but being the host is not something I am interested or being the, the lead, the lead is not something I'm interested in at all. I also like he's way too successful with ABC food tours. I follow it every day. I imagine they offered it to him immediately that I imagine they'd offered it to him before Hannah dumped him. Honestly, (laughs) they were I, I, probably <laughs> encouraging her to dump him yeah. because, like, who else is going to be the bachelor? Jed? <laughs> forgot about that guy. I forgot Good. that you existed. <laughs> Taylor Swift's new album, baby. We're all uh, going to Loverfest. Uh, we are. West. We are. Um, I, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying this since before yes before Hannah dumped him and we were all were like Tyler Bachelor but it's like that he was he's right he would not have come out of that the like with America loving him the way they do now there's just Which no only makes way me think he's smarter yeah it he, only he, yeah, makes no. me think even more highly of him because he's so aware of that and so smart to think like no why would I ruin a good thing right now why would I risk people hating he me? is so he left like Right when he was on top. It was it was very smart. God bless him. God bless his soul. Um, He's not dead. (laughs) I didn't say God rest his soul. (laughs) I don't know. He's not baptized. (laughs) Um, 
thank you so much for being here oh my god thank you so much for having me this was so great guys i hope you enjoyed our little wrap up um i hope there wasn't too much anger (laughs) we are gonna have some like one-off stuff i don't think that peter season is airing until january but you know it's almost the holidays um we are gonna keep this thing going um until peter season i'm gonna be doing some stuff here with cash pad pretty soon so i encourage you all to watch you can see it all on cnbc.com with if you just log in with your parents cable login i assume none of you have your own i use my parents um and yeah we're gonna be having some other fun interviews and stuff like that coming up so please continue to tune in please rate and review and subscribe um i'm gonna continue posting polls and stuff on instagram as well so please follow me sarah elizabeth franklin and then clean where can people find you oh um on my couch watching succession <laughs> great her address is <laughs> um uh i don't work on succession but you should watch it um you can follow me at colleen kleinfelter fan page and the name is spelled the way it is in this um little podcast intro yes we will be spelling it correctly it was spelled correctly last time <laughs> Great. No, I know. That's what we're known for. We spell your names correctly. I actually recently did misspell someone's name. I don't want to talk about it. I know I'm bringing it up. We all try so hard on the really hard one. But I and then did. it's the simple one that trips us up. I did mi- recently misspell someone's name. Um, if you're listening, I apologize to you. You know who you are. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, thank you so much for being here. Everyone, thank you for listening. And yeah, we'll talk to you soon. <gasps> Um, happy fall, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. And we're co-hosts of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and also not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. Join us for season two with all new guests like, uh, well, you got your Al Yankovics, you got your Kulop Lysocks, you got your Grant O'Briens, your Lauren's Lapkus, your Ego's Wodum, and your Rachel's Bloom. Well, there's more than that. Available at Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.